GeorgeNews.com. I'm Carl Lamar. Rise and shine, fragile Americans. There's a victimhood to be claimed and microscopic germs to fear. The Kate Daly Show starts now. I was recently asked, what is the mission statement for your show? How do you describe the Kate Daly Show? It honestly took me a minute before I could even come up with an answer. Because this show is not like any other conservative talk show out there. This show is so different, but it has to be. It's not about propping up one party and blaming the other on a daily basis. It's about getting to the truth, the uncomfortable truth. I'm on this journey to cut through the propaganda that we've been fed and to uncover the truth about our world and our government and what's been going on. We've been sold a box of rocks in this country for over 100 years, and everybody feels it out there. We need to question the narrative, question what we're being told. We need to understand our liberty and our Constitution. Is this show controversial? Yes. (laughs) You will not leave this show every day without having learned something important or even valuable about how we view the world. We have to say what isn't being said out loud. And in order to do that, we have to check our fear and our political correctness at the door. We get to have over 400 guests a year that visit the show. I have nine incredible co-hosts that come and join me on a daily basis with a different point of view every single day. We have to get our country back. We have to. We are running out of time. Let's do this. Welcome, Kate Daly Show on a Friday. I'm so glad to have you listening in or watching uh, the show because we have an important show today and we're going to be talking about Israel. We're going to be talking a little bit more about the religious uh, aspects of what's going on in the Middle East. And I'm excited to do this show. Of course, uh, I think we're up to like 23.7 million listens and that's exciting. Um, and of course, share the show. Go to katedallyradio.com and share the podcast. They're on the lower portion of the homepage and you can share those uh, so readily. And I, I would actually advise you to do that on social media and to your friends groups, please. Um, because we tackle subjects that, ever, that that a lot of people won't tackle on this show. And I'm, I'm always appreciative of wonderful guests and uh, people that we invite on the show. And I'm absolutely loving today because we have three really special guests and I want to get to them. And I don't want to waste any time. So let me introduce uh, you to, of course, Linda Cherry. She is a longtime friend of mine, and I've known her almost my whole life. And let me tell you, she's wonderful. And then also, of course, I have uh, the great uh, Jason Olson and Bart Marquis. I really appreciate both of you coming on, too. And we're going to be discussing Israel in a totally different light than we did last week. And I really appreciate these kinds of shows. Uh, welcome to you, uh, Linda. Welcome to you, uh, Jason and Bart. How are you? Great. Thanks, Kate, for having us on your show today. Absolutely. We're excited. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let me give everybody kind of a heads up. Um, Jason Olson received his PhD, um, and I'm going to murder this name, but Brand- Brandeis University in uh, Near Eastern and Judaic Studies in 2016, and he is the author of A Burning Book, A Jewish Mormon Memoir. Uh, Bart is former U.S. diplomat and a former uh, principal uh, deputy assistant secretary of energy for international affairs. He served 10 years in the uh, Middle East and now heads a private consulting practice in Washington, D.C. Linda Cherry is the author of several books, including Judah. The Hope for Israel. She also made lifetime study of, of uh, Israelite culture and symbolism. 
Uh, she's taught at BYU Continuing Education and, uh, of course, 40, 40 years of classes. And this I know, she's fabulous. And uh, the host of uh, Cedar Fort Publishing's Old Testament series. Uh, she does tours uh, into Egypt, J- Jordan, and Israel. And, uh, of course, including a tour coming up in 2024 uh, in February. And so I appreciate having all of you on the show today. And uh, where do we start? Let's start. There was an op-ed piece, and it was uh, written in a publication called Deseret News, and it was talking about, um, I stand with Israel. And um, Bart, let's start with you. Um, as, as one of the authors of this piece, uh, this, was a, this was a piece that you wrote all about the, the, the situation going on in the Middle East. How would you describe what's going on right now? I think the most important thing for people to understand, Kate, is that the the um, uh, current military activity in Gaza is not a revenge. It's not a retaliation. I keep seeing people saying, uh, you know, how much is enough? Mm-hmm. They are what what happened on October 7th was a revelation to the world of what Hamas is like what they will do if they get their hands on a Jew. What if they get their hands on a bunch of Jews? They will rape, they will murder, they will torture, they will behead. It's it's an it's a very unpleasant topic and it's a very unpleasant image, but the carnage was was horrible. Mm-hmm. And what Israel is trying to do now is say we need to get rid of Hamas and they're doing it almost as much for the Palestinian civilians as they are for the Israelis. They're doing it to protect themselves, but they know that there are many Palestinian civilians who are prisoners of Hamas. And they're saying, okay, no more. This We can't live next door to these people, even with a fence, even with sensors, even with all of the monitors. Our monitors failed, our fence failed. We have to get rid of Hamas. That's what they're doing. It's not revenge, it is self-defense. Okay. In, in an era where we understand that they are getting billions and billions and billions of dollars for defense, how, how is that possible that everything failed? Have we, have we given that consideration? It's just, it seems almost impossible the way that they, they were hang gliding into the party and so forth. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. I mean, it's, it feels as though there is a very, very tight security all the time. And so how did that fail, do you think? I think that uh, it's a human failure as much as it is a technical failure. The, the, when you said they're getting billions of dollars, I thought you were referring to the Palestinians uh, no. because they've gotten billions yeah. of dollars they in have aid. They too. Mm-hmm. Not, not as much as Israel has. But, but all of those technical sensors depend on a live person sitting there watching for signs that there's a breach and i think they just got lazy i think that they got careless there's a lot of division inside israel the Mm -hmm. the last year or so benjamin netanyahu is a controversial prime minister he's trying to put through uh, reforms that that reform especially the supreme court system Mm -hmm. a lot of israelis are very unhappy with it many of them are reservists many of them are our active duty. Right. And I think it was a combination of, of internal dissent and laziness. And the fact that it came at the end of several high holy days Mm -hmm. in the Israeli, uh, in the Jewish uh, calendar, 
and it was a Sabbath and people were relaxed. Most of the people who were killed were peace activists. Mm-hmm. The, the, the concert was a peace concert. The, the people living in the kibbutzim are, are largely peace activists mm-hmm. and they had their guard down. Whoever was watching the fence let them let them through the fence and and nobody expected the hang glider attack mm-hmm. okay um can you you know f- from linda and from jason i would love to hear a little bit of th- th- some of the history of of where we find ourselves now how we find ourselves in this situation now and uh a little bit more palestine uh gaza and of course israel who wants to tackle that first Well, Jason wrote a wonderful book called America's Road to Jerusalem. I think he is very adequately prepared to. Oh, excellent. Jason? Address that. Sure. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Kate and Bart. Um, Of course, I'm I'm only uh, speaking for myself. I'm not uh, speaking on behalf of the U.S. government in any way. Um, But I see this uh, as a series. It's a culmination point, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There has been this. Arab-Israeli and Israeli-Palestinian conflict uh, for the past century, and uh, but really where we have to start in, in the immediate moment is um, in 2005 mm-hmm. when the Israeli government decided it was going to end um, its its military presence inside the Gaza Strip. And its uh, settler population inside the Gaza Strip. Mm-hmm. The there was a pretty far right wing uh, Israeli Prime Minister at the time, Ariel Sharon, and he wanted to to give this a try. He wanted to completely disengage. Uh, they call it a unilateral disengagement. So there was no Israeli Palestinian negotiations. Mm-hmm. It just Israel decided it wanted to to pull out and allow the Palestinian people living in Gaza to have independence, to have their own sovereignty, to control their own destiny. Uh, There were elections Mm -hmm. in 2006, Mm -hmm. uh, Palestinian elections, and the the major parties is Fatah and Hamas. Those are the two major parties. Hamas is very religious. Um, I would argue it has a religious imperialism uh, point of view. It's seeking, just like ISIS, the Islamic State, it's seeking to establish an Islamic empire uh, that dominates whatever territory it controls under Islamic law, Sharia law, and uh, if you're Jewish or Christian, you uh, mm-hmm. you're a second-class citizen at the least, or you're you're dead. Um, and in the case of Hamas, Hamas not only has this uh, this religious imperialist mindset, but it it's also anti-Semitic. It uh, it borrows from its own charter directly from Nazi ideology. The Protocols of the Elders of Zion, a global Jewish mm-hmm. conspiracy. And so Hamas views itself as not just a war to uh, reclaim land, uh, Pal- the land of Palestine as, as it sees it, but it's a Hamas's mission is a global war on the Jewish people. Uh, and so Hamas is willing to, to kill Jews anywhere in the world if it can. Um, because it, it, it views that the Jewish people as, uh, as, in, in its collectivity as its enemy. So when Hamas won Palestinian elections in 2006, mm-hmm. there was a civil war in Gaza 
and uh, between Fatah, uh, the Palestinian Authority, and and Hamas, Hamas won that civil war and seized control, uh, full control over the Gaza Strip. They began immediately uh, importing weapons, uh, rocket materials, and uh, and then that's what began the cycle of the Hamas rocket attacks on Israeli civilians. And so this that Israel didn't wasn't expecting that, wasn't hoping for that. But that's what led to an Israeli blockade of Hamas uh, sea uh, seaports and mm-hmm. uh, ground lines of communication, as we call them. And Israel was trying to prevent weapons and also materials. Uh, do we call it dual-use materials? That mm-hmm. materials that can be used for weapons. Right. Um, and we're you know we're we're well over thirty days into this war. How does Hamas? continue mm-hmm. to fire rockets where is it getting the materials mm-hmm. um okay. so this that, that just shows you why there was a blockade we're gonna come right back i've got uh three guests with me today we're talking about this we'll even take some calls uh so um we'll be right back kate daly radio katedalyradio.com stay with us to the listeners of the Kate Daly Show, uh, look, we have this great threat to the U.S. dollar right now, and global dominance in the last 80 years has done us no favors. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, as you're well aware, are expected to announce the launch of a new international super currency fully backed by gold other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the U.S. and the dollar as the cornerstone of the global financial system. We've talked about this on the show. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout diversify with gold? And I go to the Birch Gold Group, okay? Historically, gold has been a safe haven in all times of high uncertainty, which is right now. So get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Kate, okay? Just like you're going to text somebody, text a phone number. The phone number you're going to text to, instead of a regular phone number, you're just going to type in text 989898. There is a monumental shift happening among the nations that control one third of the world's GDP right now, and it kicks off August 22nd. So arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. People ask me all the time off the air, what, what should I do with my retirement? What should I do with my IRAs? What should I do? 401k. This company is a great answer. I love this company. I love it that Ron Paul loves this company and backs this company and goes to this company for help. So this is the company I would recommend. I've never talked about this on the air. I've never, ever said, well, this is who I go to. But Birch Gold, they're helping so many people out there, and I want you to be one of them, okay? This is how you get the information that you need right now. Text 989898. It's six digits. 98, 98, 98. No spaces or anything. Just text that number. Text 98, 98, 98. And the message you're going to text that number is the word Kate. They're going to send you some information that you need to look over right now. There are certain options that are really fantastic to have in your arsenal right now. And you need these options. Thanks, you guys. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Do we want to say it's just a fool's game? That no one but the wicked is can win. Welcome back. 
Kate Daly Show. Happy to have you listening in. And of course, uh, go to Birch Gold. Text 989898. And text my name, Kate. And you're going to get the free information that could change everything for you. Because if you've worked hard and put money in IRAs and put money in retirement, please back it with gold. It's a really important step to take. And the information on it's free. So what are you waiting for? And as you're watching this show or listening to this show, if you could give a quick text to 989898, text Birch Gold. Ron Paul loves uh, Birch Gold. I love Birch Gold. I think they're very honest. And I love what they do. And that is to shore people up, backed with gold, and it doesn't cost you anything. And so please just Look at the information. That way I know you've seen it. 989898 and text my name, Kate. I really appreciate that. Linda Cherry is uh, with me. She is one of my guests uh, right now. And I just, I want to hear about your personal uh, situation with uh, the Middle East, Linda. Well, thank you for asking. I want to say first that, look, as a mom, Mm -hmm. as a woman, I love peace and I hate the idea of war. I hate the idea of anyone causing harm to anyone else. On top of that, um, my son happened to be a reservist in the United States Army right after 9-11 and uh, received notice that he was going to be deployed to Iraq. And so I have a very personal experience and feeling about what it is like, particularly if we think of all the moms out there who have uh, children who are in the military and who might be involved in this conflict as we are sending over more and more aid from the United States. And I also have the understanding and the experience of the fact that we went through a time of real confusion after 9-11 about what is the truth here, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Particularly, I'll point out what we learned about uh, identification of weapons of mass destruction mm-hmm. that actually never came to right. be true right. and and put so many of our loved ones at, at risk and so forth. And so, of course, we ask ourselves these kinds of questions right now. Mm-hmm. Now, what's really true about this? What's really going on? I've heard on your show some of the questions about, you know, did the Israelis mm-hmm. actually finance Hamas and so forth? Mm-hmm. The things I do know and the, and the things that matter to me are, are times, for example, when we see one of the Hamas leaders like Ghazi Hamad go on Lebanese TV and say, look, if the, if the Israelis stop shooting, if they mm-hmm. stop fighting, mm-hmm. we're just going to attack again and again and again mm-hmm. until all of the Israelis, all of the Jews are exterminated. That's quite a different rhetoric yeah. yes. than what we heard after 9-11. And in fact, this is the stated purpose of Hamas. And I think this is what Jason and Bart are really trying to help us to understand with their op-ed piece, is that Hamas is in a whole different category than uh, than what we would typically be dealing with in any sort of conflict like this. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to look at the fact that the neighboring countries don't want the refugees from Gaza to come into their country. Mm-hmm. And you have to ask, why not? Right. Why not? Right. You know, if, if they're all about the same religion, if, if, if Hamas themselves are the ones who are saying this is a religion based conflict, mm-hmm. as they shout um, out to Allah, as they are standing on the necks and bodies of those that they are killing, mm-hmm. and they themselves are filming this and sharing that film with the rest of the world, then we have to say, Okay, you know, this is a pretty serious thing. Why are they building hospitals over the top of the tunnels that are storing the weapons? Mm-hmm. Uh, this sense of, of no concern for human life. 
I have great concern for human life. And I'm really impressed by the fact that Israel took two weeks of saying, hey, everybody, flee to safety. Mm-hmm. We're going to come in. Right. Uh, that's certainly not what Hamas did with Israel. Um, and unfortunately, Hamas themselves are the ones that are keeping their own people there. I don't want any of those innocent children. You know, we're hearing the stories of how many children are dying in Gaza. Right. But unfortunately, it's in my opinion, it's Hamas who set the terms here. They're like, you let us loose. We're going to kill all of you. And so I do feel that we have a moral obligation to stand by Israel right now. And, you know, I couldn't also help but think that during the time of the Holocaust, there were so many people throughout the world that said, oh, no, this is not happening. Mm -hmm. When they heard reports of what was happening in the Holocaust, people denied it for years. And even today, they deny it. I don't want to be in that situation for this particular time. I feel like we really do need to stand by Israel and by the Jews. I'm very impressed with the way our government's been handling this. Mm -hmm. And I think that having a good open debate like this is terribly important for us to get the um, the truth out about what's really going on there. Yes. Having been in Israel myself, I saw things quite differently than what I see on the news. Mm, interesting. We'll pick that up when we come right back and more from Jason and Bart as well. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Do you hear the crowd cheering as the ball hits the hardwood floor? This is the moment. With only five seconds left on the clock, you pull up for the game-winning shot. You watch it soar through the air just for it to fall short because of the exhaustion from playing all night. Don't let this be you. Fuel your body with whole fruits and vegetables to play hard through the night and end the game with a swish. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer with free shipping and our money back guarantee. That's 1-800-2468-751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-2468-751 and get this special offer by using discount code KATE. 